right, guys. I'm super excited to be here with Rob Strickland and Carrie Strickland from Highland Community Church, my home church where I go most weeks. Used to go a lot more, and then something happened socially. Um, but I'm I'm going a lot. I'm going back a lot more now. Uh, love these guys. We love having you. We love having you in our lives so much. Thank you for for being with us in in more ways than one. You know, means uh, a lot. Thanks. Yeah, this I've I've said this on Jennifer and my podcast. Uh, but you guys are my first interview, so I haven't had a chance to tell this anyway. But total family crush your whole family I just love you and you guys are all beautiful y'all love the lord like you all talented musically it's like embarrassing to everyone else the gifts you guys have so that's this is awesome so funny because yeah. in yeah. our house the conversation that we have about the lynches is do they know that they're too cool for us yeah, like that. you know we're like the ones at the nerdy table and we're like the cool kids want to come sit with us yeah. what should we do you know is, so and that is not just an overemphasization. Uh, or overemphasizing, rather, you know, what the conversation is like in our house. We really do say that. We appreciate the Lynch and student life with us because, you know, it's it's nice to have some cool kids in your life. That's right. That's it's right. Nice. Well, uh, that's uh, embarrassing to hear, but also, I guess, I guess fun to hear. Uh, yeah, you guys mean a lot to us so much. Um, but anyways, hopefully people who are not familiar with Highland will be listening um, so just real quick, could you guys tell us about both Highland Community Church, um, a, a little bit about the neighborhood, um, but also about Truth Springs School, the actual yeah, the elementary definitely, school, because um, that's where that's the beginnings of all of this that that's we're right. going to talk about yeah, tonight, right? Definitely. Highland Community Church is a church plant of Edgewood Baptist Church in Columbus, Georgia, and it's a church plant in a part of Columbus that is a very blighted neighborhood and it is a church that is intentional about getting the good news of the gospel outside of our own clay vessel if you will outside of our own building and just pouring the good news of jesus into our streets and letting it just roll down our sidewalks and the the church is a church that is non-denominational i tell people but ultimately if you were to to cut us open we would bleed baptist Mm -hmm. and that's very much i think because of our root system is just we grew grew up at edgewood Uh, her dad was the pastor at edgewood her brother's now the pastor at edgewood and so growing up in a a good solid bible preaching church in this church plant a lot of who we are uh, here at highland is very much Edgewood-like, or we hope to aspire to be Edgewood-like in our preaching and our our stewarding of God's Word. And so Highland Community Church just continues to look for ways to do two things, and that is to give the gospel to the poor who make up our streets and to bring the body of Christ together on common biblical ground. And so we have just seen the Lord really give birth to that vision and then nurture and cause that vision to flourish over gosh, almost 16 years that we've been here. Wow. October will be 16 years. And and part of, of that cultivation is True Spring. True Spring is a, a nonprofit organization that sole mission is to develop the North Highland neighborhood through Christ-centered projects and strategies. And so I'll pass the baton to Carrie to let her speak to that a little bit more. Right. Yeah, Whenever cool. we're talking about the neighborhood, we always kind of like to highlight two things. So mm-hmm. one is... A good thing and one is not so good. The first one, start with the bad and work your way to the good, is that 
North Highland is 98% poorer than any other community in the nation. So there is just extreme levels of poverty here when speaking into like United States style of poverty. Um, The second thing, which is really significant and great about this community, is that it is the only community that is 50-50 black white and very very few racial issues that occur in this community it's really this beautiful blend of racial unity that happens here and so people don't often see that because you drive by this neighborhood and you see it from the outside and it does not look like a place that you want to stop but on the inside it truly is made up of some great unified wonderful people and so i always like to start there to kind of give people a perspective on both ends of the spectrum for what's happening in this community and what it's like so but yes so true spring um, was started by highland community church and the reason the church started true spring was because their needs of the community were beginning to overwhelm what the church was able to handle the church has always been very neighborhood centric meaning we are going after the people who walk these sidewalks we're not trying to be the middle class church who happens to just be in a low-income neighborhood we are a church who is in a low-income neighborhood and our mission is to go after the people who live right here but due to that the the needs could not be met solely by the church Mm -hmm. as far as what what we were able to offer so the church said what if we start a separate nonprofit who has a separate board a separate 501c3 and this nonprofit will be solely focused on community development so then okay. you have these two lanes going you have highland community church who is giving the gospel to the poor and discipling and then you have true spring who's running down that same way but we're giving the gospel to the poor and we're developing mm-hmm. so you have this great blend of christ-centered disciples and Christ Center developing happening in both Highland and in True Spring. And to be clear, True Spring is a private school, but it's the children do not personally pay for their tuition. Their families do not pay for their tuition. Is that accurate? That's correct. So True Spring is a nonprofit and it has several arms that come out of it true spring academy is one of the arms of true spring and it is a private christian elementary school for children who live in this community and it is fully funded by the columbus community at large it's been amazing to see the support that has come from churches and individuals and foundations just all coming together so there's only three schools like ours in the whole state of georgia three private schools who go after children who live in poverty like that's their mission is to provide a quality education for children who are at risk and columbus has one of those so we've been very excited to be able to say it happened here because of the generosity of columbus that's so awesome yeah that's so awesome so what i'm hearing from you guys is you've you've got the church and you're attempting to meet the spiritual needs of the community which i also know you meet physical needs with chicken and rice on saturdays and breakfast and and lunch almost every sunday as well um and then so you're kind of you're going down this one lane you've got the young people it's elementary school right now hopefully growing as as time goes on but you're you're developing a new root system for the neighborhood 
and what what I've been hearing so far about your new program is that now you're kind of attacking the branches that need to be bearing fruit that you know they're there they're mature branches they need fruit um so can you tell me about truth springs trade school did i get that right that's what you it's got called that yeah, right. that's right okay. it that's is right. called true yeah. spring trade school so, so yes give yeah. us an overview of that and tell us how that works sure so our the number one rule at true spring is listen to the community every program that we have true spring academy true spring real estate true spring trade school which is our newest it just started in january all of them came out of community meetings so rob and i would bring the neighborhood inside for a chili dinner and anyone in the neighborhood could come and there was just one question on the table which is true spring is here we're here to develop the community but what do you as the community want us to be about and so the very first thing that they said was do something with our children and do something about housing and that's why we started mm-hmm. true spring academy and that's why we started purchasing homes and renovating them in okay. the neighborhood so we had those two things going and so then in 2018 we basically had this party to celebrate the success that Rob, he's the director of True Spring Academy, and he could go on forever about all the amazing things (laughs) that are happening there because the kids are are truly just thriving. Yeah, they're thriving Thriving. from everything I see. Yes, and so... It's it's an honor to be a part of it. it. It's just so exciting. So we are having essentially a community party to celebrate the success of True Spring Academy and how the kids were really thriving and the parents were here at that meeting. And so we just threw out the question, we think we can take one more thing on. What do you as the community want us to take on? And in the room that day, without fail, all of them said work we want to work but we cannot work we want a job but we cannot get a job Mm -hmm. and so from there we just ask the next question well why can't you work and you can only imagine the numerous things that were listed was you know lack of education no marketable skills no prior work experience criminal background just every barrier that you can think of Mm -hmm. was listed that day in the room and so um we listened and we left the meeting that day feeling a bit overwhelmed. We were like, okay, <laughs> you know. So here's Rob over here, the director of Truth Free Academy, doing a great job. But it's so different taking a five-year-old or an eight-year-old and developing them as opposed to taking a 48-year-old right. and figuring oh, out yeah. how to develop a 48-year-old, yeah. you know. So we were, you know, basically like a, whoo, I don't know what we're about to do with this. And but I would be there just, every day if I were you guys. I would always <laughs> see it over my head. <laughs> it does feel that way sometimes. It's like, uh, were we thinking when we yeah. did this? Probably not. But yeah. so, no, but we our, very much our method has been pray, just pray, pray, yeah. pray. And the Lord has just been so faithful to give us his plans as we have prayed and so that's what we did leaving that meeting that day was we just began to pray and we began to plan and out of that came true spring trade school that's cool side note on that 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 meeting where people began to ask for jobs if you remember jennifer was actually there yes she was part of the agenda and my wife jennifer jennifer yeah for sure she she belongs to you and she's great and so <laughs> we, we had her right there word. and she was part of, of presenting the highland terrace oh, development. Yeah. yeah the redevelopment okay, yeah. of the elderly um, and so we've been able to here. really get some folks in there and that's just been such an exciting part of 
you know, being able to live here and, and know our neighbors and their needs. And, and one, I think one of the happiest things that I've ever had the part of doing is getting them into Highland Terrace because we yeah. were able to, to really connect some dots for them mm-hmm. and, and get them settled. Well, and, and one thing that's exciting. been so exciting to see, you know, at this point we've been here, what did you say? 16 years, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, just for the record, I, I have a hard time believing those numbers because when I started coming here, it was like 13. <laughs> and then before uh, like started noticing you were saying 14, yeah. now You've you're saying 16. Right. What, what is it? What, how right. long is it? You keep changing it. No, no it, uh, <laughs> well, the, you know, the years keep on going. Here time keeps on moving. 2005. And wow. so we're 2021. Mm-hmm. And we moved yeah. in in October. We moved in in the oh, fall. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're 16 yeah. years. You've just been here that long, Casey. Uh, it's crazy. That's right. It's exactly. crazy. Exactly. It does on. not feel like That's it. Right. But, but I was going to say yeah. that what has been exciting is that over that amount of time, you know, I think one of the things that we have learned is when you plant yourself in a community and you stay for the long haul, that you get to see a community develop itself at a pace that is appropriate for the people who oh, live in wow. the community. Yes. And so often people think of development and they think of this fast paced change that you got to bring and you got to bring all these programs. But that was so the opposite of what has happened here, that Mm -hmm. really it's been this slow and steady wins the race type development, you know, and we've just been able to watch things come like True Spring Trade School because the neighborhood itself was ready for True Spring oh, Trade yes. School, not because yeah. anyone was saying, you need this North Highland, but because mm-hmm. the people of North Highland were saying, we want this. And yeah. so therefore we were able to say, okay, let's do it. Wow. And, and the other part of that that's so important is it's really been through the life of our church and that discipleship piece that has prepared True Spring Trade School's team like Megan Holbrook and brought along a good, strong relationship with Jared Wise, who we've had a very close partnering relationship with his church, Crosspoint. Mm-hmm. And so seeing that opportunity to be the body of Christ and right. really love our neighbors as ourselves and see the Lord teach us all how to do that yeah. has prepared us to really do True Spring Trade School, in this case, mm-hmm. effectively. I mean, you know, it's really astounding to step back and and see that the team the lord has brought to us but not only has he prepared this neighborhood for this moment in time to bring true spring trade school out out of its soil but you know casey more importantly he's given us the right people to direct the students who are Mm. in this trade school the right way and that's something you can't buy you Mm -hmm. can't go and purchase that off of amazon or educate that that is just the heart work of the holy spirit maturing a person who loves jesus to be able to and equip them to direct and equip someone who so desperately needs to be able to know what to do next in their lives. Yeah, that, that really dovetails into where I was going to go next or yeah. with my next question kind of is, you know, you guys aren't on social media as much as I am. Um, I see you on there every now and then. I know you pretend <laughs> like you're not. But I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, uh, Instagram and everything. I, I read the news sometimes. Um, and by and large, in the comment sections, there's at least two solutions to 
poverty and all the woes of the world. And if you're not familiar with them, one of them is can't these people just, you know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Um, and sometimes tagged on with that is thoughts and prayers. Um, and then, I mean, we're setting up straw men here that are easy to knock down. But then the other one often seems like, well, let the government take care of them. Like the government will give them some money and just provide their needs and then they'll get along and they'll be fine. Um, and you guys aren't doing either of those. You've, you've embedded yourself in an uncomfortable position. I mean, let's be frank, um, in a way to do something that is, you know, again, knocking down the straw men. It's neither of those things, but it's something much greater. And can you just talk about that a little bit about how you're not just, you're not, you're not living a meme. You're not just throwing answers at it. You're living it and you're doing it. And how is that, how is that different? Definitely. Definitely. Just to respond to both of those, I understand why people would suggest those as viable solutions. I really do. The, the solution though, is from the perspective of outside in. And that, is mm-hmm. often where the breakdown then plays out. If I see poverty as a problem and people are in poverty, then the solution from the outside in perspective is let the government get involved and let them develop through programs, through opportunities, what people in poverty need to move forward, mm-hmm. or they need to pull themselves up from their bootstraps and move yeah. on. And so those viable outside-in perspectives, I do understand where they're coming from. However, when you read Scripture and you just begin to relate to what Christ says and what Scripture points to, you realize that you, you can't truly love your neighbor as yourself unless you know and understand who your neighbor is. Mm. So then you begin to have an inside out perspective from within this neighborhood. We know the people who should be on government assistance from that outside and look or mm-hmm. should pull themselves up. from uh, the bootstraps. So when you know those people and you understand why those solutions break down, why they don't work because of your relationship with your neighbors mm-hmm. who are in poverty, then you can have an opportunity to <laughs> give them what we all want. And that is an opportunity to be loved and supported right where they are. Yes. And that is loving your neighbor as yourself, which mm-hmm. I believe is the only right solution to addressing any need but especially in need of someone who's in poverty. Right. And one of that, you know, what is it, how would I want to be loved? Well, if I am a person who has missed out on the opportunities to be developed just because I had a bad hand dealt to me at birth, Mm -hmm. I don't want people sizing me up, telling me my problem, telling me what the solution is, and then from a distance doing that. I want Mm -hmm. somebody to come in, know me, know the intricacies of my life and why it is, and then come alongside me and walk this road to development with me. That that's what I would want. That is what I want as a human being who is worthy of 
respect and care and dignity. So therefore, I'm going to give that to my neighbor as well. And that's why those two arguments don't work because right. they're, they're too simple. They make people and their problems too simplified and nobody's life is simple. <laughs> yeah. It's complicated, it's yeah. intricate. Therefore it requires you getting in to that intricacy by knowing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And it's it, it just becomes uh, apparent to me as you guys were talking that maybe, maybe those are right for some people. Like maybe you get to know somebody and be like, this guy could do it. Like, let's try to get him to pull those bootstraps up. And and this guy maybe like he just can't. Yeah. So he does need us. It sounds that's like that's right. kind of what yes, you're saying. Is that's that right. when exactly you're right. when you're actually a part of it, when you're, you know, because in a way, as you're talking, I'm saying, oh, like both of those answers are actually not my problem. It's really that what those people are saying. This is not my problem. That's exactly they can right. deal with it or the government can deal with it. I'm not going to deal yeah. with it. That's right. Wow. That's right. Just, just one example of, of what you just said, and that is just knowing people enough to understand how to best love them in their skin right where they are and then loving your neighbor as yourself by giving them the opportunity to let you know what's going on so that you can help them discern what's next. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this was 06, 07. There was a gentleman that was coming here. He was homeless. He was in a really bad spot uh, as far as just life and, and all of the circumstances had culminated to where he was without a place to go period, which is pretty common, but he came to our church service and he only came a half dozen times, but we had the chance to talk at length after our service. And he's, he just asked me, he said, can I just please sleep, you know, under this, you know, porch area out here for a couple nights to get myself together. And, uh, he, he, you know, he talked to me and explained to me what he wanted to do. I was like, yeah, sure. And we had the resource center at that time, so we got him a, a sleeping bag, and he slept out there for a couple of nights. Uh, I did not see him again. He didn't show up on a Sunday. He was just there a couple of nights, and, and then he moved on down the road. And this would have been, let's see, that was 06. This was 14, so 12 years later, we were eating dinner at Country's Barbecue, and he paid for our dinner. And wow. he came up to me, and he said, I, I know you probably don't remember me, but I just want you to know I bought your dinner, and it's to say thank you for helping me at a time that I had no other place to go. He said, I'm a truck driver now. Wow. And I live in Columbus, and my life is back together. And I really appreciate it. So, wow. you know, like you just said, he was able to, quote, unquote, pull himself up from his bootstraps. But what if I had not been here at that moment right. to understand his needs in that moment, mm-hmm. to love him as we would all want to be loved yeah. we'd want a place out of the rain yeah. out of the cold for a little yeah bit. maybe if you maybe if you try to say no come in my house or look i've got this but you may have pushed him away and sort of right. listening to him that's, right. wow, that's, right. a, that's that's amazing that's yeah. amazing wow wow I mean, you just want to spread it everywhere and have make everybody do this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. But again, I'm forcing it into yeah. my next question, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, can something like this happen on a larger scale? I mean, clearly you guys, it's, it's not like you guys have some kind of thing down and every week you're sending out a new millionaire out of the neighborhood, but you know, ultimately you're loving on people and, and sharing is sharing the word of Christ um, and the blessings of Christ with people. Um, and in the Bible, we find out in you know stories like the Tower of Babel, when things get too big, 
they fall apart. Um, and then even in- inversely, we see things, um, you know, so many times we see battles where God cuts down the army. He says, no, that's too much. Let's just go in with like a hundred guys. No, let's get going with three guys. Like, let's just make it happen, right. you know? So something like this, like you hear it and you're like, you, you've had some success. So let's just, let's just get a lot of success. So let's make it big. Let's make everybody do this. Let's have every church do this. Right. So how do you discern how big it can be? Is it something that can be made into a program that can be shared and done in Atlanta and in Macon and in Savannah and in New York City and in Albuquerque? And like, how does, you know, how do you judge that and how, where do you see it working and how do you see it working on a scale, if at all? I think we're asked this all the time and, and we've had people come to us and say, can we replicate what it is that you're doing? And in short, and I'll, I'll let Carrie jump in on this too, but I, I really do think the answer is if the church responds with a yes, absolutely it can be done. I think it has to come through the people of God. I'm such a man of the church. I love the church as a whole. And if, if we would allow ourselves as people empowered by the creator of heaven and earth to dictate and really produce within us a life that is just as Jesus described, the greatest of the commands summed up to love your neighbors yourself and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. If, If we do that, then as believers, it can be replicated throughout the world. And it's not going to call a lot of attention to itself. I mean, you, you look at Jesus. He, he left the planet with 11 people and a, and a few <laughs> others that are, you know, that are around. You and know. he's constantly telling people, don't tell anybody what just right, happened. Right, exactly. <laughs> this isn't good for media, spreading yeah, the word. That's right. That's right. But when you realistically put yourself in a position to where you, as a believer— take the word of God as this is the very covenant and constitution of my heart, of my life. And you take a passage like Psalm 37, which is is believed to be one of David's latter, if not last Psalms. So it serves as, in my opinion, some of his last words to us. And that is to, this is the first part of that chapter, Psalm 37, trust in the Lord, dwell in the land, do good and cultivate faithfulness if we just all as believers did that mm-hmm. in life wherever we were mm-hmm. yeah definitely we would definitely see it replicated yeah. but i don't think it's something that rob and carrie can replicate right, right? that's right yeah. so, you want to yeah. add to that carrie uh, I, I would agree when we're speaking to people the reason we feel so strongly about the church is we often tell people, we give them the analogy of the phrase that people often throw away, throw around is make sure that you're giving the poor the keys to success. Have you heard that yeah, phrase before? Yeah. And they, Or they'll say, we have to stop withholding the keys of success from the poor. And, and that is true, you know, keys of like education and employment and all of those types of things are very important. But what we tie into that, which is often left out of that statement, which sets 
believers apart is not only are we trying to give them the keys, but we're also giving them the key ring, which we believe is the gospel. Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you read scripture and specifically when you're going through Hebrews, it says that Jesus is the one who holds all things together by the word of his immovable power. So your job is not going to hold you together. Your home, your education, those things are not going to hold you together. But the word of God will hold your life together. But all while all this is happening at the same time, I'm always going to offer you a key and I'm always offering the key ring at the same time, which is why the church must be a part and must be the center part, I think, mm-hmm. of the development of neighborhoods in this way. Because with with man-made things, you're only going to be able to offer someone the key. And at the end of the day, that key is not what's going to hold your life together. You have mm-hmm. to give them the key and the key ring. Gotcha. And so yeah, we, we do believe that the church is the answer to seeing this type of work replicated. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this staying power that has to happen too, right? Do you, right. you see as soon as the next great thing happens on the north side of town or on some other part of town, everybody exits and goes for that area, you right. know, where the grass is greener, so to speak. And um, it, it's going to take churches and people and families saying, no matter what, tomorrow I'm going to plant myself here and the next day after that and the next day after that until I have satisfied why the Lord has called me to be here. You know, so there is this combination of the church has has to take on this leading role, but also a staying power that individuals and families have to commit to in these neighborhoods for that to work. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I love that analogy and, and the way it works out. I love that. Yeah. So it, good. You know, even like practically speaking, one of my favorite things about True Spring Trade School, Casey, is, you know, you have true spring trade school and then you have true spring housing well (laughs) you look at true spring trade school giving men and women the chance who live in this neighborhood to be a part of this trade school effort they in one of the the opportunities as far as employment or or trades that you can be in is in construction they are in the construction zone, literally rebuilding one of the true spring homes in this neighborhood. So you have oh, men and that. women right. yeah, who yeah, are I didn't know that, right here rebuilding their own neighborhood with their own hands through, through the work of, of true spring. And, and that to me is really then saying all of these things are culminating around the work of the gospel yeah. because you're getting trained but you're also getting trained to rebuild the ruins of your own neighborhood yeah. and it's being done through the church. So it's yeah. pretty exciting to think about and, it that way. And you're, you're empowering them through ownership. Correct. That's right. you know, exactly even, right. even if whoever's working on the house and building the house doesn't quite live there or isn't the person who's going to own it literally, they have ownership exactly. in their neighborhood. Exactly. That's like, right. I helped that. I helped build that house. That's right. That's and right. They're probably going to respect the person who lives you there more, and the person who lives there is going to respect Absolutely. them more because of that shared ownership in what they own. I that's exactly right. And build. And that's how you rebuild a community. What you just said, shared ownership. Yeah. You rebuild a community, and to do that through repent the kingdom of god is near and to <laughs> see that the kingdom of god is love the lord and love your neighbor as yourself and that is exactly what 
has materialized and manifested in what it. the Lord's given us a chance to do. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we, we're just blown away. I think just blown away. I am. Definitely. By everything the Lord has allowed us to be a part of and to see. Yeah. It's so much bigger than I would have ever thought. You know, I mean, uh-huh. I really am so happy to, to just even look at what the Lord has done. And it just brings such joy to my heart. And that's, I feel like that's the next leg of our journey is the conversations that are had in our household right now are ones of amazement that we can't believe that the Lord has given us the opportunity to be part of something so amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, you know, we laughingly say, you know, when we first moved in, we cried because we thought our life was over. Like, this is the <laughs> worst thing that could ever happen to us. Yeah, and yeah. now we cry because we cannot believe our hearts are just so grateful that God has given us the opportunity mm-hmm. to be here and, and to be getting a front row seat of this amazing redemptive story that he's written for this community. It's just truly, so our, I feel like the next leg of the journey, what we often talk about at the house is just casting this invitation to the, the wider community of Columbus, you know, as a whole to say, just look at what God is doing here. And right. we're just inviting you to be part of that mm-hmm. in whatever way that looks like, whatever skill, whatever asset, whatever resource, whatever it is that the Lord has gifted you with, come share that mm-hmm. here and be part of this, be part of the rebuilding yes. of this, because yeah. it, it's just it's just a very unique opportunity to be part of something like this. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's next for yeah. us. And, and to me, it's just one of those things to where I'm just so excited the church is doing something, right. you know, like getting out there in yeah. their streets, you know, through the work of Highland, through the work of Truth Spring. I mean, we are in touch and just pouring into the lives of, of our neighbor as a church. And yeah. I just I love that. And, I, you know, I've, I've said this directly to you before, Rob, and I, I, I really believe it is that, you know, the effort you guys are putting into all of this it truly makes this place that that city on a hill you know the the lampstand that's not that's not being put out you know because when people see a city on a hill they go to that light right you know they don't flee from it they go to it and the fact that you people are coming to help like they they are just like you know overjoyed to come and help you guys achieve your goal and it's it's because you're i mean i think you're doing something right you know just sort of wrap this up give me a quick uh i think there's four programs you guys are doing four different trainings you're doing at the at the school and then uh tell me how people can get involved whether they want to do the training obviously this year is already underway so i guess they probably can't sign up for this year but hopefully it will continue next year so if people want to get involved next year in whatever ways whether teaching learning just you know donating whatever uh tell us about how to be involved please I'll tell the programs and then yeah. I'll let you tell about how to get involved sure. since you've created all of our wonderful avenues of websites <laughs> yeah. and things like yeah. that that are so love, are so good. Love website So the work. four programs that were so if someone wanted to be a student at True Spring Trade School, they would come and they would be able to choose between four different trades. So construction is one of the trades, and then we have culinary arts, okay. that is 
another one that is offered. We have Mercy Med, who is an organization in the neighborhood who is offering a really great opportunity to do urban farming, which oh, wow. is very rare, yeah. but um, really exciting. So that is the third. And then the fourth one is janitorial. So okay. we do hope to expand the trades as we go along, mm-hmm. but those were the first four. And the reason we chose those four real quickly is because, again, everything goes back to the development of this neighborhood. And so mm-hmm. we wanted trades to be taught to people who then those trades could then be used in this community to rebuild it so construction obviously we already talked about that one and then with culinary arts the the organization that we're partnering with is right here in the neighborhood so they could possibly get jobs right here or start their own business right here Mm -hmm. from that place mercy med food mill pharmacy food mill yes and it is Olivia Amos runs the food mill. Oh She's goodness. the one who okay. started that and has taken in some of our students over there. And then um, Mercy Med. So we chose all these things where immediately the benefit could come back into the neighborhood. Mm. So nice. as we grow, we will be very intentional about continuing to grow in a way that the trades that we offer will be able to be poured back into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. a student who's interested in any of those would be able to come. We also have a formal partnership with Columbus Tech. And so they come okay. and they offer on-site GED classes to our to our students. Excellent. So by the summer, we have, I think, five or six that needed their GED. So they'll be able to take their GED, pass their GED. So not only are they leaving with a skill and work experience, but now they're leaving with education checked off the box as well. Awesome. So. awesome. Definitely. I, I, know, I, know a, I know a lawyer in town who is as successful as a lawyer could be you know he, he has as much success as he wants has his ged wow oh, so wow. it's it's, That's right. it's, it's a exactly. launching pad yeah it, it is it's a absolutely. Pad. It sure is. absolutely it sure is and then as far as the, the final there was one more did we did we mention goodwill because they are yeah also, that's the janitorial okay. yeah. i mean i don't know if we mentioned them or not if if i'm saying and again sorry but they have just been yes. so welcoming. They to are our, our partnering organization for the wow. janitorial okay. aspect yeah. of the trade okay. that we offer. Yeah, I mean, I just get nothing but, but great reviews from from the True Spring Trade School team about them. So shout out to great. the great work they're doing and their hospitality and patience and just dedication to our, our students. But to get connected with us, you would if you want to learn more about Highland Community Church, go to our website hopeforhighland.org. You can certainly contact us through that, and you can read the latest and greatest on our blog page if you wanted to visit us. We post plans as far as what our weeks look like uh, each Saturday, as far as what our weekend services will include there on our blog page. If you want to learn more about TruthSpring, go to truthspring.org, where you could read about all of the work that TruthSpring is doing to include TruthSpring Trade School, TruthSpring Academy, and to learn more about TruthSpring. All the applications are on the website, so people can apply. If a parent wanted their child at TruthSpring Academy, you can apply directly from the website. So I believe our email addresses are on there as well. Yeah, you can email us straight through the site. Great. Guys, thank you so much. This is excellent. I just, this is great. Uh, thank I, I you. Love it. I appreciate so you guys being with me so much today. It's our pleasure.